0: Take it easy. Woo! Scoop, skip! Send it out. Send it out.
1: Welcome to episode 23 of Shoulder to Shoulder LAFC Podcast. I am back, your host Chris, with my co-hosts Jonathan and Christian. On this week's episode, we don't have any guests, but the three of us are just trying to get in one last episode with Jonathan here before he takes off for his trip to Austria. So glad to have you guys back with us. Keep in mind, uh, if you want to reach out to anybody on the podcast, all of our emails are on our website, www.lafcs2s.com, or you can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at LAFCS2S. So...
0: Welcome back, brother. Great to have you back. It's almost kind of like having a guest, having all three of us here. We've wow. all had such busy lives that, <laughs> you know, I'm going to miss a couple shows. Chris and Christian, you guys have each missed a couple shows. It feels like a little pod
1: fam back together again
0: yeah, with that's, all of you us know, here.
1: It's good to have the three legs of this podcast because, you know. If it was just two and somebody had to miss, then there's no content that week. So it's it's definitely nice to be able to have uh, you guys to lean on. So thanks for uh, picking up the slack over the last couple of weeks. I've had my wife travels, so it makes it hard for me to leave my two sons all the time.
2: No worries. We're here to support, obviously. And the fact that we have three is very helpful because it's definitely not as entertaining if you're a singular host with a guest. (laughs) Um, But glad you're back. Thanks, guys.
1: So just a quick rundown for everybody. We first want to touch on our good friend LAFC Juan had a small minor accident, would you say?
0: Or? Oof, gosh, I would say not so small. So for those of you who are not familiar, last Thursday, uh, our dear friend, friend of everyone and the LAFC family, Mr. LAFC Juan Juan Villa, uh, had a fall. Uh, he unfortunately ended up breaking his jaw. Oh, really, I didn't. Oh, I didn't really even know bad. That. Um, so that was Thursday. Uh, he was immediately rushed to the hospital and it took until Sunday until he was able to actually go into surgery. Uh, so a couple scary days for the family there and uh, you know, obviously our hearts go out to them. Um, but he was able to have uh, what I hear is a little over seven hours worth of surgery in which he had metal plates installed in both the top and bottom of his mouth to sort of recreate his jaw. It was completely shattered. So that's uh pretty rough thing for Juan to go through, uh, given his situation. So we are trying to do everything we can to support their family. So if you're interested in supporting, there are a couple different avenues that we wanted to point out. You can donate directly to the family. They have a Venmo account set up to help LAFC Juan. It is at LAFC Juan 1. So at Venmo, if you're on Venmo, it's at L-A-F-C-J-U-A-N-1. And you can donate directly to the family that way. Uh, the pin fam has come together, uh, and the folks at AJ Customs are putting together a special L-A-F-C-1 pin that's going to be sold, and the proceeds will go to the family. So you can reach out to them on Instagram at aj.customs with a K. So that's ajk Toms, and they are selling for twenty dollars a custom LAFC Juan pin uh, that's got Juan rocking his gear in his chair uh, with an ollie in the background that is made up of little LAFC logos. Uh, and I know that the folks at Black Army are doing a kickball tournament; the proceeds of which are going to go to LAFC yeah. Juan as well. You can reach out to them. At b a gives So you can kind of uh, shoot them an email and they can help you out there as well. too But uh, obviously, LAFC Juan, uh, a dear friend of Mandy's, dear friend of mine, and I hope the best for his family. I know this is a pretty rough thing. Sounds like his mouth is going to be caged shut for the next six weeks and it's liquid food for our friend LAFC Juan. And this is obviously quite a burden for his family to go through with everything that. They have to deal with just day in and day out, um, you know, with his condition prior to this. So, anything you can do out there in the world to help Mr. LAFC Juan, um, you know, it would mean a lot to us. Halconito, uh, if you're out there listening to me, amigo, I love you, brother. Pull through. Do you
1: do you know when this kickball tournament might be?
0: You know, uh, I do not have that information in front of me, but we can effort that real quick. I will look it um, up
2: right now. I know L.A.O. has a team, and I've signed up for it. It's in a couple of
0: weeks. Yeah, so I believe it it rounds out the end of our international break here. Um, But hats off to the folks at Black Army for putting that together and raising some funds for LAFC One. Uh, I know D9U is going to be taking a collection tomorrow with the watches. I'm pretty sure Barra 76 is going to be taking donations at their watch um, for the U.S. women's game tomorrow. So anywhere you are affiliated with the LAFC community, you're going to find people who, uh, you know, obviously LAFC One is – you know the heart and soul of the North End there, and there's people looking out for him anywhere you go in the in the LAFC community. So, but, so the
2: kickball tournament takes place June 23rd. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be uh, at 1772 North Spring Street, and you can contact Black Army at ba at gmail.com or at Black Army 1850 on Instagram. So it'll be fifty dollars per team, ten to thirteen person teams, and it's a five dollar per individual. So that's the
0: fundraising details there.
1: Perfect. Oh, well, yeah. So we wish Juan the best.
0: Yeah, I know we'll see him back at the bank soon enough, but uh, obviously it's just quite a hardship for his family to endure and, and anything we can do to help, uh, you know, probably the number one fan. Certainly if I was voting tomorrow, he'd be the number one fan in my book. So that that means a lot to us in the community here as well, too. Uh, and So hopefully, Juan, uh, you know, you and your family are, are pulling through this rough time. Sounds like you're going to get out of the hospital in a couple of days here and you'll get to go home. And. Hopefully your recovery is is quick, brother. Kind of moving on, Chris, brother. We haven't seen you in a while. We have to uh, obligatory congratulations to to your boys uh, up in Liverpool. Scousers. Yeah, <laughs> man.
1: You know, I am a Liverpool fan. For anyone that knows me, and that's actually was my first club that I followed. Back in 2006 and definitely I didn't you know I didn't get to see in Istanbul because I was I became a fan the following year and this was really cool you know to go and watch you know Real Madrid crush us last year and then for them to be back in the same spot and you know I was I would have preferred to have seen Ajax play against Liverpool just because you get to see Liverpool play Tottenham two times every year but sorry Rich I'm uh, not
0: sorry, Rich. <laughs> oh.
1: oh, my gosh, dude. The, the stuff in that chat where, like, people are just trolling Rich is... It
2: hasn't stopped. I feel like there was some this there was, week. Yeah, there was,
1: <laughs> they called it the one-week anniversary of Rich, dude. Yeah. That, that video that EJ put together was so funny with the Titanic. Oh, oh.
0: shout out, EJ. Shout out Su Jin! shout out all the people who are not letting rich live down his terrible support of the chickens. Uh, I love it. And on behalf of all of us in the arsenal fan community out there, thank you, Liverpool. Thank you for keeping the Tottenham trophy cabinet em- empty. In fact, I-, I don't even think they've ever had to purchase one because why have an empty cabinet? You losers.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Gosh. But anyway, so that was exciting. I, uh, you know, I had wanted to try and go to like Joxer Daily or, or maybe even uh, Lucky Baldwin's to watch the uh, UCL championship, but a loss. I, again, I had parental responsibilities. So I, I watched it from home, which was cool. That afternoon is when I went to the clubhouse with uh, my oldest son, Gabriel. And that was a great experience for the D9U clubhouse. Um, yes, well, you know, very welcoming. Everyone's always been very welcoming with uh, District 9 Ultras. So. But yeah, so Liverpool, man. On to, on to the next one. And uh, they actually let go of uh, Daniel Sturridge, and that will can actually transition us into our next topic of the Andre Horta transfer.
0: Yeah, gosh, if only we had an open slot on our roster, we could yeah. fit a Sturgeon. Jeez, how would that happen?
1: Uh, you know, I <laughs> I was a I was a huge advocate on the show for Andre Horta and yeah. didn't really work out for me. <laughs> I
2: was I guess I consider myself a realist just cuz a lot of money spent, I didn't think he was trying that hard honestly in my opinion. Right. At least defensively. So But
1: so yeah, so for people that don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. He has been transferred to SC Braga which is the club that he was on loan to right immediately before he came to LAFC. And he uh, is on the team again with his brother. His brother plays for SC Braga and LAFC sold 50% of his rights. So for those of us that don't really understand that, what that means is that if and when Andre Horta gets sold from SC Braga and goes somewhere else, uh, LAFC is going to recoup 50% of that selling fee
2: plus they got two point some mil
1: right they got 2.2 mil for the 50 yeah. percent that they sold to SC Braga
2: right so two point six. I 6. think they got half of their money back with the speculation of a future greater valuation to at least recoup and or potentially get a profit so I, I think that it's a it's a sound decision especially if it's not working for us why continue to invest in salaries plus that transfer getting back at this point might as well strengthen the the club in a different way maybe get another DP so like you said, with Sturridge, definitely on a wish list. But, you know, I think better back to the goal striker or someone that gives effort to, to really push Christian or push them off. Or Fito hasn't even seen the field or another midfielder that um, can, can help push the, the three that are starting now. Because I think Wynn's going to get more minutes as the season goes on because there's going to be wear and tear on our
0: guys. So, look, we, we kind of went through yeah. a list of dream names yeah. on the last show, but I'll just break it down this sure. way. Of all the people that come in, do you want to see proven star at the end of their career as option A, someone who is a proven talent that might cost a little more because they're younger in their career, option B, or the up-and-comer that might not have proven themselves yet but is high in prospect value as option C? What are you boys picking?
2: I'm going B.
1: You're saying the one that's like – Kind of been proven, but he co- might cost a little bit more,
2: and that's what we've done with our dps already, except yeah, for Bella.
1: you also have to put into perspective, you know I think that there's a budget constraint here, you know Andre Horto I think was I think we talked about it. he's making like one point two million dollars a year. Carlos is making like six million dollars a year, so you know you also have to find someone that is going to be able to be paid probably around what Andre Horto made, maybe there could be a little bit more, but i I think that someone who's going to cost more. We have our main star, which is Carlos. And I don't I don't really see there be it has to be someone who is not necessarily gonna compete with that
0: kind of if you go with option A, there is a certain amount of cash flow that comes into the club by signing the proven talent.
2: Because
0: yeah, you're gonna get those fans that follow but the, it.
1: But I mean again who's the proof? I wouldn't say Daniel Serge is a proven talent. I mean he's good.
0: But he's a proven
2: I, talent. I just don't think he's consistent. I mean he's a he's a household name. Yeah, yeah he is, that's true. I mean, think about if you're going to go down that route, think about how big of a, a profit signing Fito was. Hasn't played 1 minute, I guarantee you, so many jerseys were sold just because of his signature and pictures with him and walking around the stadium. Oh, how
0: many season tickets were yeah. sold yeah. and how many people have come to games or joined right. the community or are aware of the brand now because of it. Right. There's a but lot. But do of...
1: you also think that that has to do with the large Salvadorian? For sure. Yeah. 100%. But so. And And
0: he he is a proven talent.
2: Like, he's done well in El Salvador and for the Salvadoran national team. Funny thing to me, there's parallels with Bella and him not getting along with the federation and the coach. That's why he doesn't play for the Salvadoran national team. Hmm. He's like, he's, you can call it like the Salvadoran Bella. Not never internationally known or as good, but he's probably the best player that they had in the last like five to eight years. And he's not even playing, he's not fit, which frustrates me. Yeah. Um. But the reason I said option B is because I would want someone, and it's they're semi-proven, right? Rossi was doing great at Peñarol and and Orta was doing great at Braga, and you know we signed both of them, both very young, and one came and hit, the other one didn't. You know, it was a fifty percent rate for Thorrington. But
1: at the, I mean,
2: from a DP perspective, not at a stratosphere that's Vela. Vela is like in a class of his own.
1: I I and right and you know because we signed him from La Liga and you know like I feel like but players that come from the the five big leagues in Europe they're going to be more well known you know I I had no idea who Diego Rossi was before before he came to LAFC and I had no idea who Andre Horta was before he came to LAFC and you know so <clears throat>
0: yeah Carlitos was a rock star already he was
2: the point. third best striker for like three four years in La Liga yeah like bar none if right if so i'm Re- just saying Ronaldo I... didn't exist or Messi, he'd be the best player in that in that league yeah. yeah
0: i don't know if i had to pick i'm gonna go with option a just because i think it's the flashiest marquee option. yeah and i want yeah. the marquee player yeah, yeah, yeah. um you know i think prudence states that b is probably the safest investment c probably has the most upside um uh and a is really just flushing money down somebody you're hoping can perform doesn't get hurt and can sell you some kids or bring in some fans for well, sure gosh it would be fun to just to just see you know some headlines happen a little bit as far as who we could land i just think that sounds cool i
2: wouldn't mind them going again to argentina or uruguay and finding a young early 20 year old or colombia like they've hit the eye country twice and, and hit out of the park with a twist and Segura right now
1: yeah and yeah. you know what there was a uh somebody had posted <clears throat> something on social media and they talked about episode 10 of the um, LAFC documentary that was on ESPN And during that episode 10, the, there was a boardroom. some of the members of the board, I guess that make the decisions for LAFC. And um, that was kind of like what they had said was their plan in terms of buying players is that they look for young talent that, you know, pop here. And then, you know, it's, they go off somewhere else and you sell them when it's time for them to be sold at a higher value.
0: Yeah, but since this is a mid-season window acquisition, yeah, I but could it's see— at the end of most
1: other league seasons.
0: Right, right. But I could see us going after that aged star that's just, you know, the option A, so to speak, and then only bringing them in for the rest of our season and then having that DP slot open up you know, I mean, again, and then going after a younger player. I mean, it's not like, you know, you're going to be committing to two, two plus, three plus, whatever years necessarily with this acquisition.
2: I mean, I don't know. I, I want like someone in their mid-20s to max 28, 29 like Vela because they're going to have to pressure. And one of the, if you get one more established European in their 30s already, they're not going to be able to have that high-intensity pressure. And that's part of the issue that we're letting go of Orta, you know? Yeah and he's so much younger and he has i think i think orta this is my opinion is that he's he flourishes in a system with a double pivot where he is free of defensive um defensive obligations like he is only offensive he's a, like a number 10 or an offensive number 8 right so I, I don't think getting a more established or older midfielder, unless we play a double pivot, like if we were to sign someone like Pirlo when he was here with NYCFC, he had two people behind him because they knew that he couldn't run back. So it changes the system, and I like the way we play right now.
0: Well, clearly playing defense matters to
2: Brown. Right, exactly. It's true.
0: I mean, we hear grumblings that that is his issue with Vito, um, you know, that that has been his issue with some other players that, were all attacking minded and, and could not cover their de- defensive
2: responsibilities. Right. So, would well, you think about that this year versus last year with uh, Bella? He's playing way more def- defense now. He scored a goal against Portland, pressuring, you know, anticipated that goal. So, yeah. Hey, I,
1: speaking of Portland, did uh, <clears throat> you get any more uh, from your friend who sat next to Bob on the uh, plane ride back?
0: Yeah. So, my buddy uh, did get to sit with Bob Bradley on the flight back and got to hear them uh, break down the game and and got to, with the assistant coaches sitting there with them, got to hear the entire sort of deconstruction of the match. Um, There were some some colorful highlights of that that I found really, really funny. Um, You know, uh, quotes like, bob braddy calling their particular approach to the game idiotic i found that pretty pretty amusing uh so apparently you know whatever tactics they attempted to employ bob was not impressed by it which uh, amuses me i mean tickles me that that's uh his perception of it um but yeah, I mean, sounds like Bob was pretty high on the team and pretty high on the performance that we put in there. So I mean, that's that's good to hear because you know he is one of those people that will not hold back when he's disappointed.
2: What a
1: crazy experience, you know, to to go support your team on at an away game and then on your return home flight, you happen to be sitting next to somebody on the team. I mean, it it may not even had to have been an assistant coach or the head coach. I mean, you could have sat next to one of the players. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. just like. Or even if it was somebody part of the training staff, you know, you just sit there and you get to talk to this person that is of the team you just flew to go and support. And I mean, that's, you know, on one hand, the fact that the MLS has to travel like this is it makes us still feel like we're, you know, small, a small market team or a small league. League, Right. And, you know, uh, but at the same time, too, for someone that's a fan, it's, it's a really good opportunity for you to. You know, potentially if you plan your trip accordingly, you know, you know when the team's gonna leave, you know when the team's gonna come back, you could get lucky.
0: Yeah? He definitely didn't plan it this way. He just bought a ticket with the flight that was most convenient for him and he was just lucky that the entire team and coaching staff was on it. So, so
1: that was out of LAX,
0: right? That was out of LAX, that is that is for sure.
1: Yeah. Not Burbank. <laughs> no,
2: they don't play out of Burbank. That's for sure the most convenient for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, no joke. I've gone to Burbank with half an hour before the flight leaves, and I've gone through security and gone on the plane. That's e- the best part about easy. flying out of Burbank. It's
1: crazy. Yeah. Oh. yeah, Burbank's great.
0: That's not where I will be heading tomorrow, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, Same I am LAX bound tomorrow, just just like you, brother. But you Yeah, know, man, look, the wh-
1: flyaway. Make sure you take
0: that oh, flyaway. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to hit that up for sure. I mean, whoever ends up filling Orta's DP slot, Odds are it's going to be someone we've never heard of and that's initially going to bother some people, but you know, just, just rewind the clock three, four years and tell me if you knew names like Eddie Segura, Latif Blessing, uh, you know, I mean, I these, the, yeah, I K, mean, like any of these yeah. people, right? I mean, there's, yeah. there's two or three people on the roster that I could honestly say I'd heard their names before they became LAFC players. You know, unless you're one of those people that dives super, super deep into this, um, You know, if you follow the big leagues like most of us do, you're probably not going to have heard of these people. But obviously, we trust the club. They have a track record of finding proven talent. Yeah. So speaking of proven talent, we have an Open Cup game coming up, and we might see some squad rotation to perhaps some unproven talent. So I'm curious to see, boys, who do you think is going to be starting I think we already know that based on the international call-ups, we have a few holes in the squad just based on those call-ups. Yeah,
1: so Tyler Miller and uh, uh, Walker, Walker Zimmerman are uh, playing for the U.S. Mark men's national Anthony team. Mark Anthony K is going right. To be Mark with, Anthony uh, K, Peter Lee Vassell. So uh, the those, reggae Boys.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: those are our four. Those are our four uh, players that are uh, playing for for their country in the uh, Gold Cup. Uh, but, uh, I'm, I'm excited about seeing Pablo Cisnega, you know, I, uh, obviously I'm a huge Tyler Miller fan and I don't want to see Tyler ever be a second stringer, but I am excited to see what our backup can do. You know, uh, I know that Pablo seemed to have had a pretty good pedigree from La Liga. Liga. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what, what, Pablo Cisniega is like in in in, uh, in goal.
0: Yeah. Well, we all hope that he's amazing because yeah. then that gives us excess and asset asset that can, you know, become something else for the club on down the road. So I'm um, you know, obviously not just based on results, but based on right. marketability and value. We hope that he's everything, you know, we want him to be as well.
2: Yeah, no, and I agree with you. I don't want Tyler to lose his spot, but no, you do want the backup keeper to push him. Mm-hmm. So this is his time to show it because Tyler was originally going to be a backup, and he got his chance and never let go of it. So
0: so uh, we're going to say Cezan Yegan goal. Right. Uh, for Zim, are we thinking Silva's coming in there? Yeah, I yeah. would
1: say it's probably Danilo Silva. And yeah. plus, too,
0: because uh, Djokovic, Djokovic
1: just got loaned out to, to Las, Las Vegas, Vegas Lights. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. we are one, one more center back out. Uh so but that is also one of those ones where he we can return him back to the squad at any time.
0: So we're pretty sure it's gonna be Segura Silva, right? Sis and Yega. Mm-hmm. Um
1: for our uh for who our right replaces
0: and left. K is that is that Wynn?
1: Mm, yeah, so I mean so well Munir and Blackman are the uh right and left backs, and then we're thinking that it's gonna be Win, Atuesta and Blessing uh in the midfield. Uh and especially because, you know, Horta's gone now. And uh, Kay's gone, and Kay's gone. That, that, this, that those are the three that we're gonna have, and then Vela Ramirez and
0: uh, Rossi, Rossi. No, 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 Papusa's up front there. You don't think we're gonna have a a Fido siding? Uh, I think he comes in as a sub. Uh, maybe not this
1: first game, I think maybe on the next uh, U.S. Open Cup game because I, I, you still don't hear that he's as fit as. He would like to be, I guess.
0: Are you surprised he hasn't got a run out at some point in time yet? I, I mean, think he it gets it. It's starting
1: to get a little weird.
0: I think he gets it. Well, so, somebody somebody
1: was saying that he just, because of his injury, he had, you know, he just had, he wasn't, you know, fit. He was his, He had gained more weight than they had wanted him to but it was because he just couldn't run couldn't run. it's
0: a little odd that I mean you feel like the club has a very easy chance to control this narrative by saying he's hurt he's coming back to fitness they could just say he's hurt he's coming back to fitness and all of these rumors about his you know his weight his work ethic you know his defensive prowess all those rumors would go away if they just from an optics standpoint had stuck to the conversation being about his weight. What do you take that they've allowed these rumors to circulate and that they haven't gone ahead and just snuffed those rumors out. So they're obviously corroborating to a certain point with their silence. That seems like an odd tactic to take.
2: I don't know. We, I mean, there's been other rumors with other players, and the only time I've heard of any sort of defense is when there was Latif's rumors of him potentially transferring, or he wasn't happy, and that's when Bob actually came out and said, I don't know where you guys are getting this from. But other than that, there's been rumors with Bella and his family life. There's been others like you know being out or not necessarily being the most professional. But I haven't seen the club or anyone that represents the club saying "Uh, no, that's not true. So I think Bob Bob's all about let the person playing do the talking when they play, and we're gonna make sure you know when he plays when he's on the bench or on the field. Like he doesn't
0: care about people's opinions necessarily. Well, I don't think it's Bob's job to control the optics right. either. You know, I mean, I feel like that's someone in PR somewhere sure. along the way here and it just surprises me with all the, you know, intellectual value in right. this team uh, in the front office that, you know, other teams are really good at controlling narratives yeah. and it just doesn't feel like there's someone attempting to control this narrative and that kind of surprises me. Can and
2: you? I can see Bob also letting it go so to see how the player reacts, whether it motivates them or it crushes them and then it It gives them an insight into that player's character and how they can, you know, withstand any kind of adversity, whether they step up to it and perform or they, you know, kind of don't and, you know, it gets to them and they don't play well.
0: So, do you think that that has uh, something to do with just tactics across the board?
2: All right. Well, that was not cool. So, we had to
1: momentarily stop our recording, guys, because uh, the scum of the earth. The uh, parking enforcement was giving our boy Jonathan here a uh, ticket because somebody stole his registration sticker. And
2: God, I hate those people. We had a <sighs> abrupt uh,
1: signal from my wife. We just got home. Yeah, and saw this all going down. And she uh, she came in. And she was just like, uh, "Is your car out in front?"
0: No disrespect to the law enforcement community. They're out not there. law
1: enforcement, bro. They are. <laughs> But the That's parking
0: enforcement community, yeah. uh, uh, big double birds. To all
2: <laughs> to. Um, you know what you need to do? I mean, I don't know if you grew up doing this, but ever since I was a kid and I got my first car, well, as soon as you get
0: the sticker. The Razor. You Razor that thing, dude. Oh, I did. They stole it they stil- anyway.
1: How do they? No. They
0: stole it anyway. I mean, what? I had it cut into like eight pieces. So the registration sticker got stolen off the back of my car. I noticed it. I ordered a new one. The new one hasn't arrived yet, and I just got a ticket for not having the sticker. Uh, you know, the officer even told us that he ran the registration and saw that it was up to date, but still gave me a ticket. Because no, I
2: he said, I, how would I do that? I guess they don't do that.
0: He no. didn't. He didn't do it. it he said, I, uh, either way. Either way. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Any, it's, uh, yeah, it's, my <laughs> registration is paid. I am a law-abiding citizen. I just, uh, I, I didn't have my sticker. I mean, right I'm pissed now. at I'm two
2: people right money. now. I'm pissed that whoever stole your mosaic of a sticker... And went home and pieced it together and put this yellow yeah, You thing. know, I
0: think my mistake was is I cut it up, but I put it on top of the old sticker. Oh, uh, so it came off? So I think off. they just scooped. They just scooped the with the thing. razor blade yeah. and went underneath the whole thing. You know, it's a... Uh... Look, you know, I mean, there's horrible people out there, and I'm paying for it. You know, say love you, man. It is what it is. Uh, Can't can't let that stuff get this
2: guy. I didn't even know they worked this late, like in the residential area. I I can see them being like on Ventura Boulevard or Hollywood Boulevard at sunset.
0: Well, you know, like Shoulder to Shoulder Studios is right across the street from a police department, so I guess again, they they don't. They don't work there. They
1: don't work at the. They are not police officers or. Yeah. This guy had a clip-on tie, by the way.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is the most hilarious thing, dude. Who can't tie a tie? I mean, come on. I that's like know. that's like right after shoelaces. Uh, yeah.
1: Anyways, so we were talking about uh, uh, Fito, Fito and uh, his
2: ironic first three letters in his name, fit.
0: lack thereof. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So. Well, okay. So then, hopefully, we we'll get an opportunity to see Fito, which would be cool. Um, yeah, look, we
0: all want him to do well. Of we course. all want him to recover from whatever injury, get in shape, and get yeah. out there. We all wanted Orta yeah. to do well. As, yeah. uh, Same thing, yeah. additionally. But look, if you can't cut it, if yeah. if whether it's injury, whether it's fitness, whether it's tactics, whether it's mentality, if you can't cut it. Bye, Felicia, yeah. you know, go back to Portugal mm. or wherever it is you came from, and we'll find someone else who who can who can get the job done. That's that's business, and I'm sorry it has to be that way, but look, maybe I'm just a little bitter because I got a ticket <laughs> on my car right now. But yeah. that's how I feel. Hey man, Skinner you know,
2: said. sad, sadly for him too, his team lost the final mm-hmm. in El Salvador, and he could have helped.
0: Speaking uh, of yeah. losers, yeah. Yeah. how about that U.S. men's national team? Oof,
1: last, so I mean, they started off. I felt like uh, the reign under Berhalter was uh, fairly well. Uh, but then they had the loss to Jamaica against Peter Lee vassell's side and that was uh a week ago, mm-hmm. less than a week ago. And then they just played uh Venezuela.
2: They did. Venezuela. They and then they lost 3-0. No.
1: It was 3-0 at half.
2: Woof
0: did not look good at all at any point in that game.
2: I have two I have two gripes. One the, against Jamaica, they played like their B team, but they played like a hybrid 3-5-2 type Tactical formation, which I hadn't seen from them at all. And like, why are you playing that with your B team if you're trying to get these people into your first team? Play them in a similar system that the A team's going to play in. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. And B, for Venezuela, I think you need to know your keeper's strengths. And I know that he coached um, the keeper, but the keeper. Made he's, multiple mistakes in both games where they led to goals. He's
1: he, he can, I feel like he is a hardcore homer. He is for uh, the Columbus crew. Yeah, players. has trap, Zardis. I, I, I'm like, <clears throat> I don't know. Like when Bruce Arena was the uh, U.S. men's national team coach for the second time, I don't really feel like he got a whole lot of Galaxy players. Like he would have one occasionally.
2: Yeah, but I think he was a homer too. He kept these like legacy players instead of.
1: Oh, but I'm talking about like this guy. Oh, I just coached you last year, so I'm gonna make sure that I bring you guys on. And I don't. I mean, I know that Zardes can be good at times. Uh, you know, I don't. I'm not really ever too impressed with Wheel Trap. And then, I mean, Zach Stefan just did sign yeah. a big with international City. deal. Yeah. So, well,
0: there's something to be said for a coach bringing in a player that is familiar with his system, can help reinforce what he's looking for on the training pitch in the match. That knows his communication. I mean I can see the benefits of bringing in players that you know fit within your system and fit within your mentality or can at least help you pass that along. And if you have a player that you've coached uh, you know in the professional league that you know you feel you know can step up at an international level, there's something to be said for that, but that game was that game was terrible. Uh, we were embarrassed. Um and and it was not good. Um,
1: Walker got brought in after halftime, and uh, some people are you know crediting him for being able to uh, reinforce that back line and not let yeah. any more goals in.
2: And then they got better offensively with uh, Josie Altador <laughs> being up top yeah. for, I And I think he won the starting spot for me for the Gold Cup.
0: So I don't
1: know what are your guys' expectations or predictions for this Gold
0: Cup. They'll get to the final. Yeah, it's the United States. I expect dominance. Yeah. Period.
1: Well, you know. is that a, but is that a you know is that a realistic ex- expectation given the performance of our recent games
0: yes i think the potential is there uh maybe it's just a little rope a dope we're just trying to uh, you know tease them a little bit make them think we're down and then uh, hmm, we come back and nail it i <laughs> would say
2: the rest of concacaf is worse than the us that's what it is mexico I, what i've seen is head and shoulders above be uh, above the rest and that's their b team they have a lot of their like out and out starters saying no And the U.S. is going to be the second best. And like Canada, El Salvador, Honduras, Guyana, Jamaica, the rest of the Caribbean, they're not as good. If you put the actual A-team of the U.S. versus the A-team of all these other teams, the U.S. wins nine times out of ten.
1: Yeah, I guess that not, that uh, one time that they lost was our win that we had to get versus Trinidad and Tobago oh, to get that into. It still Lua. hurts. That
2: still hurts. And that wasn't yeah. even Trinidad's A team. I don't yeah. know what happened in that game. I
0: don't know. Yeah, everyone here is a diehard USA fan. We yeah. all want them to do. We had well. Omar Gonzalez in the back. This what happened. You know. But speaking of US teams that are going to do well. Oh yeah, France in the fav- World Cup.
1: <laughs> Every favorites, man. The U.S. women's national team start their game. Well, we're recording on Monday, so their first game is tomorrow, Tuesday. Uh, and they play – I don't even know who they play, actually.
2: Um, there I know that there's an event at the Bank of California or yes. at the Fields tomorrow um, evening for the match. Or tomorrow – is it tomorrow afternoon? Well, yeah. So there's two games tomorrow, yeah. right? So no,
1: t- uh, the uh, women's team plays at 12, and then our boys play at like 7 or – I was actually so because I so I've had a pretty rough week, week
2: right? This they play past, at noon against Thailand.
1: There you go. Mm-hmm. So the women's team plays noon against Thailand. So I've had a pretty rough week, right? And uh, my wife came back from a trip on Sunday after my my terrible week, and she was like, "Hey, you know, I know that you uh, need a, some time to yourself or whatever." She goes, "You know, I I can't go, but do you do you want to catch a plane to go to Salt Lake on Tuesday?" And I if I had if I had cleared out more more things in my personal life, I'd probably be on that flight tomorrow. But Wow. But uh so I, I, I was I was actually this close to going to that US. Yeah, Open you have
2: an here. awesome understanding wife. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes, I do. She's amazing. Um but yeah, so we play tomorrow like 7 or 6?
2: Yeah, tomorrow night at Rio Tinto Stadium.
1: Yeah, so for anybody looking, there's watch parties all over. Uh, you can check out the social media pages for LAFC, but uh, there is an official LAFC watch party that is going to be at um, the Fields, and they're, that's I think doors open at 10. They're getting ready for the women's national team game at 12, and then they're probably just going to keep partying on through until the uh, uh, RSL versus LAFC match.
2: Yeah, it's a summer of international football, and MLS will be back. So, I mean, it's gonna be jam packed.
1: Yeah, men's, women's, and uh, the o- U.S. Open Cup until uh, we have our next home game in uh, July. Or uh, is it a- is it a home game? First game in July's home or yeah. are we away?
2: Um, it's home. Yeah, July sixth. Yeah, believe. yeah, yeah. the mm-hmm. sixth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the White Caps. Mm-hmm. Um, plus Copa America, so South Americans are gonna be playing too. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Messi, Messi's going to be out there. No Neymar. Sprained his ankle. He's out for the summer.
1: Are we sure he sprained his ankle?
2: He tore a ligament in there. <laughs> so. I'm
1: just saying. That guy. Okay.
2: He's, uh, he's made of glass.
1: He's one of the worst <laughs> floppers. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I, I do have to say, though, right? Like, we can't let our biggest flopper on our team go away. I mean, Rossi. Rossi does do a good amount of. I was about to too. say,
0: pot kettle black and gold maybe. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but you know what? So I, I, I do like Diego Rossi and his work, right? But that he does he does uh, embellish. I
2: feel a little the South little... American
0: way. Well, I'll look with MLS refs. I don't know, man.
2: I are. don't see Atuessa or, or uh, Segura because he's doing the hitting. Yeah. Both of them.
0: Look, if you want the ref <laughs> to believe you got hit, sometimes you got to go down, right? Yeah. If it works, I don't know. It's not something any of us like about the game. I don't think there's one fan that's out there that's like, I'm a huge fan of flopping. You know, I don't, you know, there's not, there's not that fan out there. Yeah. But I think it's just
2: the 30 tumbles that, you know, get
0: killed. Like, you just need one drop
2: in one tumble. That's enough. You don't
0: ever. like Neymar gymnastics? No. no, that's not your cup of tea? No. No.
2: Magic spray is only in Space Jam it's not it's not real you shouldn't be getting up after like a hit and get sprayed on the side and come back on you know. that stuff works bro so nice. <laughs> uh
1: something else that uh we want to make sure that we talk about uh pride the pride event pride week uh we had a huge representation of lafc uh the supporters are out there the um they had the drums they had the street team <coughs> It was it was a huge event. It uh, wasn't something I was able to go to, Same but here, do but... either of you guys, you know, I mean, what's the word on the street, man?
0: Uh, unfortunately, I had to work through the whole event, um, you know, working okay. 50, Same 60 here. hours a week. I don't get as much time off as I would love to attend these events, which is sad because this is an event I would have loved to have been able to support. Um, you know, Pride Republic and our Pride family here in Los Angeles is uh, an integral part of our community that needs our help. And I wish I could have been there to uh, to help lend my voice to, to what was going down. But, you know, it looks like a, a couple busloads worth of people shipped out from the bank and headed to WeHo. And we had quite a, a formidable group of people that yeah. went through and marched. Um, I know, I think uh, Vice President Mauricio was there leading the charge. We saw him on TV. Uh, we saw Jimmy and his wife, oh. uh, you know, or oh, sorry, fiance, excuse me, Cassie, sorry. Uh, you know, banging the drum up there. Um um, you know, on the back of the uh the street team truck that was there as well, too. I think uh, uh who was it that was riding the bicycle with Pat. The, it was Oh is that Pat? Pat? Yeah, yeah, yeah Pat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean this was uh, you know, out there um, you know, driving his little bicycle. Was around. that like ice cream truck? Like O. G. Palatero. Yeah, paletero, like a paletero. Yeah. yeah. I was like, What I want one. <laughs> I
2: want a black and gold
0: ice cream. Uh so look oh, um, I
1: hi- no, I, I don't I don't think they
2: actually sell. I, I know, just... but
0: that's that's what they should do. Oh, so yeah. we had a fan-generated scene out there yeah. that was passion. It was energy, yeah. uh, and a certain other Southern California club had paid actors on a float. Really, <sighs> really, I didn't know that. So I mean, look, I, I think that that speaks volumes about uh, a club that is owned by a company whose owner donates millions of dollars every year to anti you know, LGBTQ community stuff. So, um, very socially conservative. The writing is on the wall as to where they are letting their money speak with regards to what they do outside of that club. Uh, and then with that club, you know, look, they had to hire paid actors to come out and wave at people. Like I just, yeah, I don't, it just speaks to
1: what, who are some of these actors?
0: Oh, it was not extras.
2: Not, I guess not. Not yeah. known extras. I mean,
0: they, they they filled a float full of people who were paid to be there.
1: How did they find out they were paid?
0: And they had a job to do. I you know, sources, inside sources. I don't want to. I don't want to throw anyone under the bus here on the pod. But uh, but under the. Float you know, is I mean, okay. they 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 came out and admitted it. They told people who were there that were asking them questions. So people who walked up and spoke to them and tried to have a fan to fan peaceful conversation found out that they were not fans uh you know they they were brought in by the club to be there as a representation uh you know because they had bright smiles and and you know the kind of wrist that could do that nice little beautiful wave for a few miles oh. um you know and 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 we had an army of people in the sun out there sweating and cheering and screaming and doing what the 3252 does and, and that's us and you know i don't want to speak too much about what they do but it's more about what we do and you know we had a uh, a lot of people out there with the the right mentality in their hearts, as Bob would say. And, you know, that's, that's what I love to see. I wish more of us can have been able to make it myself included. Um, Would have been nice if, you know, we had the entire 3252 there and we could sing with the volume, the North end is capable of generating, but you know, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, Those who could make it certainly represented us well. And hats off to everyone who did that. Uh, That is a noble clause. And yeah, they, uh, they, they represented us well.
1: Yeah, it was great. Uh, Lenny. Shout out to Lenny, uh, who uh, was here on our show. Uh, He's abroad, no? Yeah. Well, I think he just got back because, you know, he's posting that he's been in airports and what have you. But uh, he was in Austria, I think. I think he was in Austria, too. So he uh, was there for his Pride Week and he showed pictures and stuff like that. But. Uh, It's just making me think because, you know, the next part that we want to talk about is Austria. So we had the segue from Pride to Lenny, who is one of our members that came on, uh, that is also part of the Pride community. And now into your trip with Austria, man. This is it, man. You're gone tomorrow.
0: Yeah, it seems like there was a couple LAFC people in Austria that just got back in. I know uh, Michael Standick from LAFC Luckies uh, literally just got back uh, yesterday or the day before from from Austria and Germany. And here I am heading out that way. So I, I am taking the international break most literally. I'm going to visit <laughs> some family in Austria and uh, taking my mom to uh, some parts of southern Germany and Czech Republic. And uh, you know, I'll definitely be drinking my fair share of beer and. You know, listening to some Mozart and having a good time in Austria, and uh, you know, dancing around in some green hillsides, like uh, sound of music style, and uh, you know, it'll be fun. I'm excited. Sorry. Lederhosen. yes,
2: please. Are you uh,
1: you're gonna be on the plane then when the game is when both games?
0: Yeah. So um, I I'll be at LAX around noon. So maybe if I get through security, I might be able to see um
2: the women's thing. Yeah, team. I might
0: be able to see the uh, the twelve o'clock game if I can make it through security from an airport bar. Uh, Get me a couple tequila sunrises in me before I hop on a plane. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm flying directly LAX to Vienna. So that's going to be a... What is that? That's a, a healthy flight. That's a healthy well, flight. Yeah,
1: like the one to Paris was 11.
0: Yeah, I think it's 13. Yeah, yeah 13 wow. hours. So that's a good one. I did fly one time. I flew nonstop SFO to Sydney. Uh, and this was when I was 13. So that's a while ago. Um, but uh, yeah, this was that was 23 hours, I think, straight, which was a bit much. Uh, so yeah, thirteen still. I mean, thirteen hours being on a plane. I mean, I'm a big dude. uh That's uh, that's not that's not very fun. <laughs> well,
1: but, but yeah, but you it happen. will be fun when I get there for sure. I'm and really how long excited. Are you there?
0: I'm there for two weeks. I come back on the 26th. um But yeah, I'll be a very very packed itinerary. Mom has put together for us while we're there. My mom's never been to Europe, so this should be a, a beautiful experience to let her her take that all in for the first time. I've been fortunate. I've been to Germany a few times. This is. Uh, My first time staying in Austria, I've taken a train through Austria, going from Germany to Italy before, but I've never actually been to Austria proper, so I'll get some time in Salzburg and Vienna and Danube Valley and Graz, and so it should be fun, man. We'll have a good time, a few different places, drink some wine, drink some beer, visit some cool spots, so I'm excited, and I'm going to have that. My suitcase, as of right now, uh, has like three things in it. It has uh, my passport. My international driver's permit and my shoulder-to-shoulder scarf. Those are the three things that have made it in the suitcase so far. Uh, So you'll definitely get some of that beautiful, beautiful shoulder-to-shoulder scarf photos will be coming at you guys uh, from wherever I end up. uh, Maybe me dancing across a green hillside singing The Hills Are Alive with my scarf. We'll see. (laughs) Are you an aisle guy or a window guy? Uh, so I like to sit in the emergency exit row. Oh, you're a tall guy, um, yeah. bigger. Yeah. You know, because I'm six five, right? So, um, I would prefer window over aisle if I had my druthers, just because. Being tall, I also have long arms, which means those elbows protrude. And stortuses love uh, destroying your elbows with their carts as they come by. Uh, no disrespect to our flight attendants out there in the world. Um, but uh, It's
2: tall people problems.
0: Yeah, right? I mean, um, <laughs> you know, I, I can't get any shorter. That's not going to happen. So I think, I, I think um, I'm think i hooked up with the window seat in the emergency exit row. So, so well done. that'll be nice. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, I don't think people realize that, uh, you know, for us tall people, we're eating our knees for an entire flight. So it'll be nice to, you know, kind of veg out a little bit. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, you've been you, working hard, so you deserve it.
1: You uh, could probably keep yourself entertained if you uh, download onto your phone the uh, YouTube TV, the previous games, and it, and you save it to the hard drive of, of your uh, phone.
0: Already done there you go Uh there you go oh i'm on it i'm gonna be uh netflixing uh, oh i'm gonna be catching up i actually my my goal is to really just watch soccer the whole very um so i got a couple games loaded that i haven't had a chance to see both on u.s men's and women's national team side um you know some international games that i'd like to catch up on that i haven't watched for demand as well too um and then uh, i have a bunch of lafc games loaded up um you know, I mean, when you're in the 32-52, you don't always catch every moment of every game, and I like to go back and watch those periodically. But, you know, going through it again, especially a few games that, that I have kind of, you know, dog-eared as, as games I'd like to go back and just see again, um, you know, like uh, maybe a certain trip this season up to San Jose or, uh, you know, some of those hmm. other games that um, are going to be fun game. to watch. So, so I'm excited about that. Um, but yeah it's my first my first vacation since uh since mandy got sick this is my first vacation in a year and a half Uh, it's the first time i've left town uh for personal reasons in in a very long time i did have a week last summer in wine country but that was through work for work um you know i sell wine so going to wine country um is kind of something that's expected as part of the job and you know some of those pictures might have made it look like we were having a blast and well, yeah, yeah, we were having a blast. But you know, those were long days, you know, six AM start times, ten PM finish times as you're as you're charging through Napa Sonoma. So um that was fun last year. That was a nice departure, but this will be my first away from work uh um, you know, vacation in, in yeah, in a, a little over nineteen months. So wow. it's well overdue. It's well overdue. Um I wish Mandy could come with me. Unfortunately her health is not in that situation and thankfully you know, she has enough family here that, that, you know, this will be the longest I've been away, um, you know, from Mandy, uh, since I think since we started dating a few years back. So, I mean, this, uh, yeah, this is going to be a, it's a bit of a trip, but it'll be cool to be with my mom and my sister and my sis. I haven't seen in a while, so I'm going to have fun. I'm going to be catching some games while I'm over there, uh, you know, representing the red, white, and blue. Um, I don't think I'm going to get to make it over to France to actually attend a game, but hopefully I'll find, you know, a watch party or something somewhere, you know, uh, there's U.S. supporters in every corner of the globe. So hopefully I can find something going down in Austria. And heck, if you're listening to this pod and you know what's going on in Austria, you know, hit up at Boozology on Instagram and Twitter um, and I'll be posting there. And you can hit me up and let me know if you got a buddy in Salzburg who's hosting a watch party. I'd love to show up, but huh. should be fun.
1: But uh, uh, so I guess, uh, you know, that's that's pretty much all we had to run down. That was. You know everything that we have to talk about for this week. You know, again, we didn't have a guest, but next week's guest. I'm sorry you're going to miss this one. Oh, I'm
0: disappointed. This yeah. is a guest I really would love to hear their story. I can't wait to listen to it over there. I'm really excited uh, for what you guys are going to put together while I'm gone because uh, I'm almost got uh, my dancing shoes on. Just thinking about this guest. So I
1: mean, he you know he likes to have competitions, his, yeah. uh dancing ones. So yeah. maybe we'll uh, have to have Christian. And our guest, uh, do a dance off.
2: Yeah. No, uh, a lot of people look forward to some of his postings after winning matches. So, yeah,
1: you know, the, uh, the other one that, uh, uh, that we have scheduled, which we have it scheduled, I think the day after you come back is, uh, Luch Rios, which is our, uh, Atlanta D9U. Luch. So, uh, he, uh, is coming into LA for, to celebrate his birthday and, uh. Uh, He's also going to be here for the Galaxy game and, I think, the Atlanta game.
0: Yeah, hopefully bringing my shirts with him, too. I got me some D9U Atlanta shirts with that beautiful new logo. I love how LAFC culture has permeated the globe. We have LAFC supporters in Australia. We have LAFC supporters in England and Ireland and all over the globe. We have
2: listeners in the UK and Spain, which is crazy to me. I I don't even know how they found us. You're saying us?
1: Yeah, us. Oh, that's from the analytics that you saw? Yeah, yeah. Really, it's
2: nuts.
0: It I'm is like crazy. who's in
2: Spain listening to us?
0: It's crazy how many people yeah, cool. tune into yeah. the show. In the UK? Bless you all. We yeah. love you yeah. all. Um, but yeah, I mean, D nine U now has uh, official chapters in you know not only places like Bakersfield but places like Portland has a D nine U chapter. Uh, there is a D nine U chapter in Atlanta as well too. So you know who knows, man. The the ninth district of Los Angeles uh, is coast to coast right now and and north to south. So. You know, we'll see. Who knows? Maybe I can uh, spread the good word and, uh, you know, start us a chapter uh, in Austria or, you know, maybe in Prague. Who knows?
1: Wow. I have to make sure you take some of the uh, shoulder to shoulder stickers.
0: Yep. Yep. I already got a stack of those in, in my things to be packed at some point in time. They haven't quite made it into the suitcase yet, but <laughs> I got about 25 stickers that may or may not be. Uh, perfectly legally placed in appropriate areas throughout my trip, so um, we'll we'll make sure that happens.
1: Oh, and speaking of which, merchandise. Uh, keep uh, for all of you pin collectors out there. Uh, keep uh, keep afloat a to our social media, our Instagram at LaFCs to us. We have a special pin coming out for our uh, first home game against the LA Galaxy. So just keep uh...
0: Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, they don't get to use those letters. They yeah. don't get them. Those are our letters. Nah.
1: <laughs> whatever, <it is. laughs> whatever, dude. It's their name, man. Like
0: the Galaxy. <laughs>
1: uh, so, but yeah, when when LAFC plays the Galaxy in August, we will be uh, debuting a very very cool uh, pin for all of you pin collectors out there. If you end up seeing Jonathan, he actually has the uh, pin on his uh, heavy hat. So if you end up really wanting to know what it looks like before it comes out on social media, you can ask him.
0: Yeah. Shout out to my heavy hat brothers out there. You know who you are, but, uh, um, for all of us in the pin community, um, you know, those rare limited edition pins are, are something we we all look after. And yeah, there's only 50 of them. Yeah. It is a very small run of these pins that were made. Uh, we are not taking pre-orders. Uh, I I don't care how much you bribe us. Actually I do. Um, (laughs) but uh, we are going to uh, do our best to, to make sure that we're there good and early for uh, the Carson match um, so that we can go ahead and uh, um, pass those, those pins out to, to, to our beloved faithful out there. And, and again, to everyone.
1: thank you to custom connects uh, and junior for uh, helping us make our, our pins and stickers uh, for the pod. So
0: yeah, custom connects uh, first in our, in our pin hearts. Uh, you know, there's so many people out there in the LAFC community that do great work with their pins. Uh, you know, both for the fans and obviously for charity, like we mentioned, uh, you know, a minute ago with the LAFC one pins, but obviously custom connects, uh, you know, are the ones who handle uh, all of our all of our gear and, uh, you know, certainly have been uh, one of the front runners uh, in doing this for the community. And, you know, they should not be forgotten as, as a go to source for finding any of that LAFC gear. But uh, aside from that, boys, I think that about wraps it up, does it not?
2: I
1: think that's it, man. You know, this was uh, this was you know, we tried to sneak this in one last one, especially because I hadn't been here the last two weeks. So, uh, you know, forgive us for not having the guests. But like I said, Christian and I have guests lined up for the uh, next two weeks while Jonathan is gone. And then, we, uh, like I said, we have Rios, uh Rios uh, for when Jonathan gets back. And that'll be a nice big one. He also is having his birthday party uh, in Long Beach. I forget the name of the place. I'll have to look it up. But we'll talk about it that next week. Yep. but it is Friday the Friday uh Friday the 28th uh, in Long Beach somewhere that's the uh, night of the Colorado Rapids game.
0: Oh, it's going to be a heck of a party, luch yeah. Can't wait to have you out here, brother. Good so, to see you. So, Details
2: yeah, to come.
1: Yeah, he uh he said that we're all we're all invited, obviously. Yeah,
0: he said to use his name at the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On our way out one last time, I wanted to throw that Venmo account out there for LAFC1 if you could do what you can to help our brother in arms uh You know He speaks volumes about what this community is, and in his time of need, if we could scratch together a couple bucks for him, a cup of coffee's worth of spare change, don't even be worried about it. If you don't think it's enough, every little bit helps, and that is Venmo, at L-A-F-C-J-U-A-N-1.
1: So again, that's at L-A-F-C-J-U-A-N-1, the number one, Uh, and that's for Venmo, if you guys are able to uh, help support uh, one of the one of the big influential family members of, uh, LAFC.
0: Absolutely. Uh, and with that, I will see you guys in a couple of weeks, boys. Thank you for holding Safe it down. Travels, Have fun man. next week. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, Take us home, Sticks. Shoulder, two up. together this our culture. From the force of a supernova. Stay flying at FC Dorsum. Hey, shopping down to Korea town Liddy. k us old mommy bout to drop her a fifth. They won't need a stop, but I ain't. Come to my house, i defend that
1: bank.